Yeah. I ruined both of my pairs of Solomon mid tops from wearing them loose uh-huh. and trail working and getting dirt in them. And then, yeah, the dirt, little bits of dirt and you wear them all day. will just ruin the insoles over time. But the act like the boots themselves are fine. And mm-hmm. It's just the insoles. Mm-hmm. Just replace those. And- oh yeah. No, I ruined other things on those boots and then took them back to REI yeah. after eight months of trail work. I was like, hey, REI, like, these have these weird wear spots right here. Like, oh. I was like, yeah, I was just like looking to see if I can return them or what your return policy is, knowing that they have an open return policy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that does look like a little wear spot. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, we can give you store credit. Got myself a brand new pair. Nice. It was good. Have you seen the the video? It's like some video on viral. Little baby at like a jeweler store. And it's supposed to be twenty five thousand, but the dude charges his card two hundred and fifty thousand. No. Oh my god, it's hilarious! And then he's like, "Oh shoot, I accidentally did two hundred fifty thousand." And the little baby's like, "I right, that's cool." And he's like, "I'll just I'll just put it on store credit." Little baby's like, "All right, that's cool." <laughs> All <laughs> like, right. The comments are so great. It's like. Yeah, I just robbed you for a quarter million dollars. I that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's no stress. Well, we're coming in hot. It's February eighth, two thousand twenty-four. Drew's coming in on relax mode, laying down on his tummy. That's right. That's how he's been spending like the past three nights, like scrolling YouTube, probably watching Ultimate Frisbee Discord videos. <laughs> Getting ready for the tournament, right? Yeah. He's watching your best friend Simon. Yeah, I know. He sends me all the links. He sends he's a watch to watch us. He's already watched them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, yo, it's in the watch list already. <laughs> That's silly. But it's been a nice week. It's been a beautiful hot week, honestly. Shorts, t shirts a couple days. Well, in the later half of the day. Yeah. Later half of the day. It's a weird flip of all of the warmth in the morning stays like cold like you're working and it's cold where we were we were in the shade mm-hmm. but then like 10 15 10 30 sun comes up enough even though it's still shady where like you go from like cold and windy to take your jacket off like another 30 more minutes and then it's like take your other jacket or other layer off and it's t-shirts yeah and then well not for you maybe down the machine i don't know no so it's cold stay cold down there but um you know that sensation in a pool where you find like a little cold spot i found one of those in the woods today yeah yeah brought up like plucked the tree kept mo- moving forward and it was just like a blast of colder air it was weird it's like that spot was haunted or something <laughs> she's probably just like cool shaded wet dirt underneath that just hasn't seen the sun in forever so. yeah i got towards the end of that uh i mean this is jumping ahead but um when i whoa 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 oh sorry when i get the when i got the last tree and broke out of the woods it was just like so much brighter I'm yeah. Like, yeah 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 i'm finally out of the darkness <laughs> we used to do that so when we went climbing at um sand rock in alabama which isn't that far from us if anything we should go camping there it's a pretty cool view it looks over like lake weiss i believe yeah um it's past it when we went to ride beham i drove over to ride beham you can go that way past it mm. i was like that looks like sand rock and i was going i looked at the map i'm like i'm driving over lake weiss right now and i zoomed out and it was it was like the ridge line of sand rock yeah but it's like fully exposed to the sun like all the climbing wall like you drive to the top and then basically like walk down and around in the full like 
face is exposed to the sun mm. like all afternoon, but like summertime, you're just trying to get the climbs in. So like you'd go beat yourself in the sun and then you could always find there's one area you go around the shade and into the like the rocks a little bit and you just feel like this cold air just blowing out of the rocks. That's awesome. And just go sit there in the shade for like an hour, cool off, eat lunch yep. and then go like, go try it again. Mm. But you could feel it's that same thing, just like a breeze of cold air just coming out of the rocks and everything. Yep. Science, nature. Wow. 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 Well, our nature has been cold in the mornings, pretty nice in the afternoon. Nice week in the heated cab, honestly. A lot of the mornings where you get in and you crank the heater on, like summertime, getting in the machine and you got to turn the AC on already and you're like, damn it. Like already sweating. But the what, like these mornings when it's like cold, turn the heater on and then. By lunchtime, you got the windows open, just like the fan going. It's awesome. Man, it's the same, man. We turn the heater on. <laughs> we get out of there, we turn the heater on by slap packing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. That's right. That'll get you warmed up pretty fast. Yep. What was this week of the build? Five? Four? Four. Week four? Week four, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Sounds it right. should be week yeah. four. Well, we can start with the weekend. Pretty nice weekend. It was a beautiful weekend. We got till a- Sunday. Yeah, and Sunday wasn't even that bad, but yeah. um, but Saturday we got the best blue groove in on double wide. I ran last. Awesome crowd out Saturday. I Three. went and rode moto in the morning, and then came back at like two, and the whole parking lot was filled up. And I was like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I ended up riding basically all day. Kyle came out. Um, he was working on the two seventy. Yep. Yep. I mean, working got, on it. It was a work in progress. Working for his first trick, it got dang close. I saw, like, he had some in his clips. I saw one of them where he's like, That was that one close? I was like, No, you got a 180, but then you just like flailed your legs at the end and it looked like he was trying to like tail whip it almost. <laughs> like, he knew he didn't have it. And so he's like, I need something more. Yeah. And like, legs flail and the bike just starts spinning that way and he just falls backwards. Like, <laughs> hips, hips. And then next one is where he got like definitely over 180. He's, Get in there. He's getting there. It's a fun little jump. And then Zach Crean comes out and just first try. Comes into the turn, feet off the pedals, heat bounces the turn, puts the feet back on, and 270s it. Yeah, on a <laughs> e-bike. Yeah. yeah, that felt heavy. <sighs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, yeah, so Saturday, three trucks. Like, we were packed out. We were running the trucks. A great yep. crowd out. I mean, the Blue Groove, looking at even after rain on Saturday, like Sunday, Monday. Like it's so wide, it's it so, good. so good. Made a couple of repairs, but like it was great. All yeah. I basically only ran double wide, like third half of Thursday, Friday and Saturday, just double wide. Throughout the double weekend, I, I probably got at least twenty laps on double wide. Double wide. You want to do double wide again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's so good. And yeah. now we have a great little session point on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That was fun. The middle section. We had the race Sunday. It was a little rainy on Sunday. It after didn't start the race, until after the race, it didn't even rain that hard. But scares people. I don't know. We posted it on our Instagram. We always post it, was, it on the it Instagram. It was cold. It did get a little. It was cold, cold and gloomy, but still a fun day though. It's not that bad in the wet out. No, but we I did. Will, I will say, um, me, Aiden Carter, and I forget his buddy's name that was out riding. It was only the three of us left after the race. It started raining during podiums. That was Archer Twigs. Left. Archer Twigs. Yeah. We So we went back out for some more laps, and Aiden's like, oh, man, you want to ride uh, Doe Y? And I was like, oh, 
that sounds dangerous. So I followed him down. It was terrifying. We get to the bottom, like go to senior. He's like, man, I just love riding slick blue groove. That shit's so much fun. And I was like, dude, I was pissing my pants the whole time. <laughs> just sliding. It was terrifying. Was like the just fresh, slick blue mm-hmm. groove, like just pure butter with a nice sprinkling on top with dangerous dangerous. <laughs> yeah with not much tread left on my tires there's this racing game and it's rush or rush two is on n64 did you ever play it i'm gonna have to find find this sound clip they, sure. whenever you, you pick all these crazy cars and you'd be on this race and there's always a sound clip you got played all the time and you do crazy moves it's like that's dangerous <laughs> It was just, I don't know. You just said that and someone said it. Maybe I said it. I don't know. But it made me think about it for some reason. Yeah. That's it. It was dangerous. <laughs> I believe that. Double wide before the resurface in the wet was like pretty good. Yeah. Like you you knew the slick spots and now it's like all so smooth and all so slick. And there's, there's spots that are wet even when it's dry right now. Yeah. It's interesting watching the blue groove. Like Monday, Tuesday, it's like... Sides of the trail are dry, but they like the tops in the blue groove are like moist looking still mm-hmm. because yep. of like the way it kind of packed and spread the moisture out and everything like that. Like stayed wet looking through like Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. It's weird. Some of it was wet. The two turns that stayed in the shade were wet. We had to go back and fix them bad boys. Running pretty Minor good. Fixes. Running good. Minor little, fixes. Little bumps we could take out in the last one. I do agree. Going in the second to last one before the straight. Little breaking bumps going through the beginning of it. Yeah. But the first right-hander? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about at the top. That one's got oh. some bumps in it. You just ride low of them. Oh, yeah. That one's fine. I just manual through it, so I don't, I don't know. Whoop sections everywhere. I just yeah. manual through it right now with my back wheel wobbling back and forth. Just, <laughs> yeah. All of our bike problems. Uh, Blair's like checking out his bike today at the top of the lap and like checking on the wiggle. I'm like, is it wiggling more? He holds up his fingers like, display how much is wiggling it's like two inches i'm like that much already no just like a little bit more i'm not displaying the size just saying a little bit but just a little bit more is still a lot right now (laughs) a little slop in it yeah it's compliance that's right our youtube algorithms both gave us a video on a dude doing a pivot service on a yeti this week (laughs) blair showed me this video i was like oh i watched that last night (laughs) i was like i saw this and i saved it to my queue even i was like i watched it 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 was like it's clickbait (laughs) title right it's like this one thing can kill a yeti a yeti bike not a yeti the animal like nothing could kill a yeti the animal yeah but the bike is like this one thing could kill a yeti and me and him had just talked about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah so you know they're listening the phones are listening Definitely is that listening. uh th- was that your issue that you were having it was basically that one was a switch infinity issue which blair's switch infinity does look fine from the exterior like looking in at it it seems to be like the main um pivot on the rear triangle that's what's the wiggles coming for from i mean it does seem to look fine i'm going off of the fact that about a little over a year ago maybe a year and a half at this point when i had bully look at it in depth last time he said then that my switch infinity was basically trashed he threw a ton of grease in it at pressure to kind of take some of the slop out of it but he's like you should probably replace the switch infinity i was like yeah man here Eventually, we here we are. I just rode the slam ham a little bit more. 
Yeah. And I got an e-bike and then now I'm back and I'm ripping that thing again. I'm like, ah, yeah, that switch infinity is still trash. <laughs> <laughs> still yeah. need to replace that bad boy. So I think it's Maybe a combination. Maybe the switch infinity has been bad causing a little swap and which has now destroyed other bearings. Yeah. So it's probably a bearing service. Just do a full bearing replacement. Yep. Switch infinity replacement. Just knock it all at once like yep. next year. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Once the slam ham's back, I won't be putting nearly as many hard miles onto the Yeti. That's the point of the slam ham. But to beat the hell out of the slam ham and not the Yeti. But you're at the mercy of Taiwan and you getting are, whatever you need shipped over. And there you are, are updates. so close to having three broken bikes right now. <laughs> I know, dude. And last time you told me to pull apart my YT, now look what happened. It's been down for 8 to 12 <laughs> weeks, maybe another 8 to 12 weeks. And when you ask for Honestly, an update. Honestly, the longer it goes, the less bad I feel about it. It's like... <laughs> It's just so funny. <laughs> and the only thing you can say is like the only update they can say is maybe another eight to 12 weeks. There's no more specific time frame than eight to 12 weeks. It's just going to show up one day. I know. It's been eight to 12 weeks. So like 12 weeks, you check in they're like, oh, I bet it's been a partially like maybe another eight to 12 weeks. There's just no more specific time frame than that available. Yeah. It's like, will it end up on the next boat? No. Okay. Tragic. Yeah. So if I get the YT back, then I can forget about needing to service the Yeti again and for a little bit. Yep. And if I can get the e-bike back, then I could definitely worry about. You had it back. What? Just, just back again. Back again. Again. Yeah. 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 You got a couple laps on it. Yeah. It's just those. I did test laps after. Just, I didn't get any. I I got one. Not not a couple. Get you. I got one lap. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Actually, when I replaced the motor, I didn't even get a lap. I got halfway to over the, to the, the shuttle trail. <laughs> yeah, and it died. And then I borrowed DJ's bike. And that that worked great. It was nice. A little tall for me. He's a big boy. You riding the XL? Yeah, but he had his like seat up. He's tall. got a double. Oh. He's got a double XL. Oh, which is like I guess an S five because it's S four. What's it's their whatever biggest? the biggest specialized? Yeah, because it's specialized. Um, but I do have the race. We'll give shout outs for the 10, I think 10 racers that did show up for with, with the not best weather and everything like that. So we can shout that out on some of that. Um, 18 and under. That's how I know his name was Archer. Cause I remember that was the only other person that signed up in that group. Yep. So Aiden's friend was Archer twig, um, twigs. He got first in 18 and under Lawson Barber got second. Um, Archer wasn't that far off of, um, y'all well, middle of the group there. He's right off of like Rickett, um, and stuff like that. Lawson wasn't that far off of him. Mm -mm. It was pretty good for his age difference and everything like that too. Size difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> E-bike category, DJ Carter, Aiden's dad, got first. And Juan Cordero got second. I think it was a park first time. Or... It was. It was his first time out. He's like, sure, I'll do it. Uh, it's still not that bad yeah. um, overall. And we did backwards, which is a lot to kind of get used to and everything. Yeah. Um, and then open class. That's for the money right there. Uh, $600 purse overall, I think, for the season. Yep. Yeah. Will's coming in hot. Uh, first place. Oh, no. You did e-bike last week and open this week, so you're not coming in hot. You're, Aiden's got the points lead because yeah. he's done both weeks. Yep. Um, so Will got first place. Repping Team Los Banditos. Um, Outspoken bike shop. Shout out. <laughs> Second place was Aiden Carter, just a few seconds behind. Um, third place was Kyle Stovall with Outspoken Los Bandidos. 
In fourth place was Rickett, Ride by Design. Sixth place was Jay Hanley. And seventh was Chris Reinhardt with Outspoken Los Bandidos. Yeah, Chris. Chris was a little distracted. We were talking tetherball right before he dropped in, and I'm sure he couldn't get that out of his we mind. We got to like, the top, and he was like, sit on my bike. Feel this rear shock. It's just completely just gone. Who, Chris? Yeah, Chris is real shock. I was like, damn it, man. I don't think I'm going to be able to race. Get on the bike. What are you talking about? <laughs> go on, go. Get. Figure it out. Yeah, it was like the cavitation station on his X2. Nice. Classic. Probably XC. making all the sounds that you want to hear out of a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun race. Backwards was a fun one. Josh posted a video, and I'm pretty sure it was Aiden who was like the second rider, but that one section at the very top where it's the outside-outside or inside-inside, there's like two catch berms and two like top lines, like a drop off a stump or a little shark fin. I think that's where I got Aiden right there because he took outside-outside and I did the far inside to far inside. You skipped is, even the drop. That's just yeah, like the inside. Far inside. Yeah. Just cuts off so much time mm -hmm. right there. You were showing me that. And it, it does. Like you can see the difference. In your Exit shoot. speed so much higher going out of that. So you straight line straight across. And then you're going yeah. to that inside turn of the next one. Like just straight at it. Yeah. Like no turning through it or anything. So all that elevation, you're just bombing through the elevation. And then. Yeah, I bet you if you had followed me through a lap practicing and seeing that line he would have crushed me i don't know about crush he's pretty fast but like if that was two seconds i mean he was i bet you i got more than two seconds on him from that time difference and then he got some time back in other places that's fair i mean it was a minute 38.9 versus a minute 41.1 so um really almost three seconds Right. No, that's that's like two point two. Two point yeah, yeah, two point two. So yeah. Yeah. It could be. I mean that's time differences stack up pretty so like one move like that is fair. And it's not a long track either. Mm -hmm. Like But to be fair, Jason said you're pushing it at the end, so you you're giving it some. Yeah. He said you're about to pass right. out and throw up at the end. <laughs> well, <laughs> ripping sure, yeah, that I'm, full face off. Shape, <laughs> boy. I tell you what. The e non e-bike racing sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's really like that lower backwoods section or really backwoods because you got to sprint to the road. Yeah. Then you get into that lower section and then doing the go around, you've got to sprint through the three little jumps just to try and clear them. I got to the third one before all the rollers and was just gassed and was like, no, I'm just, I can't clear it. I'm just going to manual it. <laughs> and then you get to the end, like the very end, and you, you got to sprint out to Jason. And you're like, damn. Damn. Wish I had a trail bike. It's like 15, maybe like, maybe 15 seconds of like pedaling for a whole stage and I was trashed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we out of shape. <laughs> Zone five, baby. Yeah. <laughs> get the blood pumping. But it was. It was awesome to be able to open double wide and then have multiple days off after. Yeah, because I was I I was I was Monday to Monday Tuesday Wednesday and then I'm off Thursday Friday Saturday right now. So got to play some discies in the morning. Show up around lunchtime, right when y'all finish packing everything in and getting the last little bit done. You were like test laps. The I'm timing like, has been perfect the last couple. Like, of yeah, weeks. yeah, I know. It's like I plan it out, like I know what's going on or something. And then, uh, yeah, so that was great. 
it's, it's also Jason and I were talking about it. It's just been a while since we've had the ability to like open a section and then immediately ride it, especially something yeah. that's just like flowy and fun and chill, like double wide. And it's like, you know it, but it's all new. So it's like exhilarating again. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've been able to like immediately ride something we just built like in that, that type of experience. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, that's like cool. Like even they Jason, like when we opened this section that we're about to talk about and like that, like just going in session in that little session, Jason's like, dude, I just like, I just jumped up progression wise, like so good. Cause he's working a smaller section of it, but it was also like on the shovels on the entire section. So, you know it well, like you've been yeah. looking at it and stuff. So like, it's just really fun to be able to experience that. Like I was hitting doubles. I haven't hit last time we redid double wide and just fucking sending them to flat and stuff on accident too. But it's fun. Like That's the nice part about double wide and how it, I mean, you get through like the first half until you can really split off, but now we can do like, that next smaller section we just opened because mm -hmm. there's more trail split. So it makes mm -hmm. it easy to kind of do it piece by piece and get it packed in as it's being built, mm -hmm. which is nice. And we've talked about the speed reset from the hip and the senior discount cutoff, like great speed reset, great, yeah. great hangout area. Like you can continue on the senior, but like you can drop from there and not need any speed from the upper part of the trail to hit the lower section. So yep. it's like a perfect reset, mm -hmm. which is nice. That's kind of what the old senior discount exit yeah. was. Mm -hmm. Just that flat lane access road. Except yeah. you came into that like flying. The yeah. the hip like Slows pulling you, up yeah. on top of it, you slow down. It's yeah. nice. Like a, a true good so speed reset. Mm -hmm. On Thursday, if people that weren't out, you missed out. But we opened it basically all the way to the old senior discount exit. Yep. Most people were taking it to the hip and going on to senior discount because it only gave you like one more roller and turn or whatever. Yeah. But then this week we went, basically it's hip jump after the senior discount cut off or where the senior discount cut off roller old senior discount cut off. And then goes into what was the old. <laughs> now that I look back at them, like the old tiny little three pack through there, like tiny little like S turn that went through there. Yeah. And so you massively redid that to like, those are so nice now. It feels like a completely different trail through there. It, oh, yeah. It really is. Like I went back and looked at videos and pictures of that. The, not the one that we were posting about, but that old S through there. And it was, yeah. It was fun as heck. I didn't really like it. Like those burns were so tight. Mm -hmm. And I, like the, it was like roller 90 right, roller 90 right, roller left 180, right 180. Like I don't know. I didn't really, it didn't flow that great for me. I didn't have as much trail speed to rip through there as much on old double wide. So I always went in and came out a little slower. So they worked okay for me at my speed, but I could see like it, it was hard for me to rip them any harder. Yeah. Like they're just so mm -hmm. tight feeling, but yeah, so those just got like way drawn out, way drawn out. Really. You, you kind of finished those last week, but we didn't have anything close to being finished on it. Yeah. I've like finished them up, but then, yeah we needed the help to get the trail open for the weekend mm -hmm. so so we did that so we got the the triple pack of turns which are they're fun they're that so, middle one you can just trout it so hard it's so good i was worried about that one so we had a three pack in conversation just general conversation the first of the three pack drew was still with us it was me drew and jason and so drew kind of did like a majority of the edge and then we were kind of doing the auxiliary work and then packed it and everything like that. Second one was just Drew and, or just Jason and I. The third one was just Jason and I. Mm. 
Second one I was concerned about. That was the one where like Will came over and I was like, all right, this is just Jason and I. What do you think? He goes, it's good. You always go steeper. And I was like, shoo. It's like, and we hadn't quad packed it yet. We just set the edge and everything like that. I was like, I was like, I thought we went pretty steep with it. I was like, but it does look like it's going to be a little bit more bowly once it packs in. I was like, but I think the quad tires will pack it in. It's like, I don't know. We'll see. But Will was like, yeah, but you just always go steeper. So you can always go steeper on so the next It wasn't one. a, it wasn't a, not it, that like it, was, it, it was fine. It was well, perfect. I, well, I was, I, I was nervous about how it actually ride. Cause I thought it looked like, like a part of it where I was going to be riding, not as steep as some of the other ones. And my favorite part, first part of double wide, my favorite part of that was the turns were all super consistent, lefts, yep. rights, everything. So like the feeling of each turn was very consistent feeling. And like, I love that about that. And multiple people said the same thing. And so I was like concerned about like one turn feeling steep, the next turn feeling bold out more, and then the next turn feeling steep again. So it was like Vigia I was trying to compare. And I was like, all right, we'll see. Quad tires packed it in good. And then the third one, because you said that, me and Jason looked at each other and we we're like, well, he said go fucking steep. So we spent an entire afternoon on the third one and we went steep with that one too. Yep. And so like looking at that one and then looking at the middle one, I was like, is it as steep? And so I was concerned if it was going to ride well or not, but the w way it flows and the speed that they carry, it does like yep. you can rip all three of them. Just like chomp, chomp, chomp. on those huge, big bowl turns where you can have basically unlimited speed. Like you want it as close to a wall as you can get pretty much. We have ours are like, it's, it's like an L that we're kind of doing. Like it's steep, 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 steep. And then it's it, the, yeah. And then it, at the bottom it curves down at the bottom that last one of the three we got pretty damn close to yeah. the vert like not really but like it's that one's steep mm -hmm. we worked that bad boy worked it real good i'm now going the opposite direction where i'm having so much fun ripping the turns i'm staying in them too long and then i'm like oh get out and go the other way or like oh now <laughs> you got to plan for like what's the feature that's coming in the straight now yeah. like Cause I'm like staying over, leaning over, leaning over and forgetting that I'm like, not forgetting, but like just want the turn to keep going. And I'm like, Oh, you got to stand it back up and go straight now. If there's one corner, I feel that way on it's the, the top three pack that first left. Like mm -hmm. I wish there was just like nothing after it. So you could just fully Fly. commit to that corner without <laughs> yeah. having to set up for the next one <laughs> with that downhill into it downhill like, to like uphill berm. Yeah. We've got one berm coming up in this next new section. The one, the end of what you just cleared, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be sick. Yeah. Kind of pictured what you're like talking about and it's going to be sick. Overhead wall ride. Like your bike's going to be taller than your That head. one we're going to go for trying, go for oververt. Yeah? Yeah. I think with the way the machine is, I can pack it oververt. Are you going to take my uh, that old wood bridge from the double wide and turn that into my wall ride, my horizontal wall ride? Yeah, the horizontal set in the ground wall ride. <laughs> <laughs> the ground ride? <laughs> it's just a bridge on the ground. Wow. Well, wow. so after that, and it, it was, we need tires. It sucks that it's going to be raining this weekend. It, we beat it in pretty good, but it was running a little slow at first, picking up. But So then, yeah, it's a triple pack. That straight's fun. Yeah. This, it's Dude, having more speed through there even yeah. with it not like fully packed in yet like it's nice you can play with it a lot more with the speed into there so it's i will say the plate compactor through there did such a nice job like it's already so nice and packed it's just it's, it's picking good. the right tool for the right place it was one of those areas and it was why i use a plate compactor in other areas is like 
when you look at that straight in those rollers, it's like, honestly, the quad sucks because you have to do yeah. a gas straightforward line, put in reverse, reverse backwards line, mm -hmm. right? Like when you're doing jumps or lips or turns, you get the hill to roll you backwards. You can just stay in one gear. Doing it through like minimal elevation changes is frustrating with the quad and honestly yeah. like not very helpful if you can't go like faster or keep maintain some momentum. Yeah. And so like we're looking at it, it's like hey, plate compactor. It's like the perfect thing. And it does do like right dirt, right moisture compact, uh, right moisture. The plate compactor does really good work. Yeah. The first straight, the first straight going into the first turn at the very top. Yeah. That's holds really well. It looks so good. It, it's not perfect everywhere. It's, I wish you could get it better on the angles on the turns without like oil issues and stuff. Uh, maybe we should try bar oil. Let's see if it's a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> Can probably put that on the bottom. A little of stickier. It. Shout out, shout out Hayden. Um, but, uh, but it does in the right places. It, the plate compactor works so well. Yeah. Holds like manages water better, I think, too, because it's such a smooth surface, smooth, smoother surface, and everything. Plate compactor is yeah. a really good tool, but that area is fun. It's triple, even and Jason after, almost had the double, double, double at the end of the day. Jason, he was pumped on that, yeah, he was pumped. You couldn't get him to shut up about it. Stop talking about it, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he was like, tell me about it again, again. I was like, yeah, I know, and then. You started describing that, like where it is. <laughs> like I didn't understand where it was on the trail. I knew exactly what I was talking about. And then he like kept going. I'm like you know, after like this and that, it's like right before that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just Blair winding him up. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Shout out, Jason. I, I love, Jason got some good laps in. Today. I love seeing Jason pumped on it and yeah. not wrecking too. That's always a plus. But. Yeah, but then keep going. So after that straight. Big old turn. Big no, old turn. That, that was, I, I won't lie. I mean, I, I'll tell the story. That was the thing. We, we got mostly the front edge packed. And me and Jason looking at each other with like two hours left and like barely hold the fucking shovel. Hands fucking hurt. You know, I was like, hey, y'all have any interest in coming up and just helping us finish this bad boy out so we can knock it out? Will's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I'm pretty sure, probably had headphones on and hear any of it. Will's just like, Nah, <laughs> Drew just turned his radio down so he didn't have to hear it. <laughs> and then Jason looked at each other, and, and Will was just—I was like, "What?" He's like, "Just get the turn done, and y'all will be good for the day. Like, don't worry about the straight or anything." I was like, "I looked at Jason. I was like, all right, we got two hours, man. We just—I got to finish this bitch." <laughs> yep. And that was a big one. Yeah. But it's good. It was like once it started packing in, it's good. Yeah. I like. I and it's my shit ass style, but it's fun for me. I like coming out of that turn, pre jumping the left side of the roller, and you can like generate some speed down that, and just like, and then hitting the table after that. That's really fun. Those rollers turned out good in there. I'm happy with those. Yeah, like that was where it was like the little rock jump before. Yeah, which like flowed pretty good. I like that section before, but like just a big old like cambered downhill roller it's, it's fun so much fun it's nothing special mm -hmm. you can just play with nothing it, special about it you it's can just, generate speed off of yeah it. just fun to mess around with mm -hmm. if you hop it and like pump it right you can just go flying down it. the at the very top um after the first big corner you have that like little like wall corner and then there's that big roller i love that roller it's so much fun to just like carve and try and nose tap and stuff which one is it? The very top. The um, one where you said one? I need to work on body, bike yeah, separation. Yeah, I love that one. 
like, Drew's I like me. trying to drag handlebars on it. It's <laughs> like, like dip over it. Like. Yeah, just like lay it sideways. I love it's that fun. roller. Or just to get the back wheel off of it. Yeah. Get that floating over it. That one's nice. Yeah. It's fun though. Like it doesn't have to be a big aired out double to be fun. Like yeah. it's just like little things that you can kind of float over and steeze. Play with, yeah. It's weird. It, it's a whole massive separate side distraction that we can jump into the massive set of changes that are coming after the road crossing. But it's a weird thing that started happening in ski and snowboarding scene, which is like the knuckle huck. Dude, the knuckle mm-hmm. huck's so which sick. The butter, is, the butter to like freaking 720, like tuck no hander. I, I love that stuff yeah, though, dude. but like they're not even using, they're going next to the big massive jumps uh-huh. and they're hitting the knuckles and they're just steezing the hell out of the knuckles. And like, that's so freaking cool to me. And it's yeah. ha- picked up this massive following behind it where it's like, it's this weird thing almost for athletes where they're still going hard, but now it's not like, okay, like, who can go 57 feet up in the air and do like a 1780, right? Like yeah. it got so crazy on how crazy the big air is in. And they're like, dude, let's just fucking start steezing it out again, brah. <laughs> and they just start knuckle hucking it. Yeah. Like when they'd still go fast and crazy at the knuckle, but they're not like still relatively speaking, not nearly as crazy. It's just different. It's steezier though. Steezy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the same, like, it's that type of stuff. It's just fun stuff. Yeah. It's probably a more chill crash instead of dropping 30 feet out of the air. Yeah. I don't know. You watch some of those videos. They they're hold. dropping 30 feet out of the air off the knuckle. But they're dropping higher when they're going up off of those big jumps. Yeah. That's for sure. And their speed and, like, but they are, they do still can wreck they, out. Dude, but... they go so fast off the knuckle, though. Yeah, they're it's flying. Isn't sick. there a guy named Zeb or something that's, like, sick at it? Yes. I'm pretty about Zeb Powell. I think Zeb so. Oh, Zeb Powell, the snowboarder. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Probably that dude. Sick. He's got a famous clip of this like um, urban stair, mm. um, like a railing grind. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're big uh, skiing and snowboarding content consumers, as yeah. you can tell. Not really, but Drew does know if you get me started, I'll get, I'll get going on it. I'll get on the YouTubes. <laughs> Let me show you this pal video. <laughs> they were good though, weren't they? I come back to it every month. Uh, every the, season. In the in the off season. I've been sharing it around. Um, another good one. We watched it on the ski trip last year a little bit, but the game of NAR. If you think you Google it, it was on YouTube for the longest time, um, but it's not on YouTube. They have it on Vimeo. It's on their website, but it's a great throwback watch. Didn't we watch it? That's, I think so. Yeah. It's a game of Nards. It's just an old school Squall Valley kind of documentary. Yeah. About this awesome game they played every season. Mm-hmm. Vibes. Yeah. But I feel like I've seen the entire movie just because of how much you've been talking about this ever since <laughs> we started working together. <laughs> well, people should go watch it. Go Google the game of NAR. Uh, there's a website. Overall, what they did was for like charity events and stuff like that. But the whole, it's ridiculous and it's an awesome game that they mm-hmm. play. Nar, I don't know. I've said it before. I don't know the true history around the where the word nar came from and how it got started, but their use of the word nar came from a book that they created. And it was the Gaffney's numerical assessment of radness. It was a scoring system that determined how rad you were on the mountain. So rad. Nar, bro. It's pretty gnar. So gnar. But so gnar. Google it. Find it on Vimeo. Give it a watch. It's funny. 
I rewatched it this like past week because I was talking about it a lot again. Mm-hmm. It's still good. You're dropping the one liners on them. Yeah. You got the weather up, Will? Yeah, before we move on to yeah. further uh trail updates, I'll give you Will's shitty weather report. That's right. The good temps this weekend, high sixty one, low forty four tomorrow, Friday. Um, high 65, low 54 on Saturday, high 63, low 54 on Sunday, Friday, which is the day the podcast comes out looking at 0.1 of an inch total expected for the day. Um, pretty light. There's like three chances throughout the day, a couple around noon and one around 6 PM for a chance of rain. So very scattered probably not much on friday saturday point one expected for the day um starting around 3 4 p.m 4 p.m to midnight and then going into sunday the rain picks up a little bit point six expected and that's from midnight to 11 a.m so on and off on and off not supposed tomorrow should actually be real good not much expected it might get a couple drizzles here and there and then saturday night going into sunday we'll get some rain honestly if we get a little drizzles and tires on double wide it wouldn't be the worst because there's some dry dirt yeah some of the dirt just the dirt type some of it's drier yep it wouldn't be the worst we had a water truck out we went from fighting freeze thaw and completely moist trails constantly to breaking the water truck yep. out and it being 65 degrees so and we do have race league episode three on sunday Mm -hmm. keep an eye on the jared's place main page on instagram for updates on that the course will be out tomorrow um and then if there's any pushbacks time delays to try and not race in the rain on sunday that'll be posted on there so maybe we'll push it back we don't know the course but it's out on instagram by the time you're listening to this Mm mm-hmm Unless you're Kyle and you're listening to it at 4 a.m. Yeah. Then sucks to be you. Wait till whenever Josh posts it. Yeah. <laughs> but with rain expected, uh, maybe like a, see, we've, maybe a simple green. We haven't done that. I love simple green. We've done a top lap this season. Started it off strong with the Ladybug 76. What about pre-roll to simple green? That's a good lap. I'd like to see... Um, I, I wish we had done it last week. It would have been a fun lap to do backdoor pre-roll upper mm-hmm. backwoods to f- lower backwoods. Yep. Could maybe even do a backdoor pre-roll upper backwoods, cut across, make them go back across um, the first little bit of lower backwoods and then drop in the scene or simple from there. Could get wild. A little sprint in the middle right there. Interesting. That'd be fun. You're mm-hmm. talking about that, but you were barely able to keep it together at the end of backwards. I said them, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to e-bike. He Hopefully. hopes. He hopes. Hopefully. There's nothing in the mailbox, nothing in the mail today. So, huh. Well, then, tell us about y'all's new adventure over the uh, final road crossing of Double Wide and the heated conversation around people's favorite S-turns getting taken out of Double Wide. Those were some good ones. Those were some good ones. Fun when they were. Mm-hmm. Not fun after the first weekend. Yeah. They got all breaking bumped out. Not fun to Still maintain fun, either. Yeah. 
Full drainage nightmare. I'll give you the explanation on those first because more people know about that than any of the other changes. Mm-hmm. Drainage nightmare through there. An absolute unit to pack. Yeah. It's sneaky, fun, step down. Five turns back to back that have to be slap packed. Terrible dirt. And you drop a lot of elevation in a very short period of time, which causes water erosion as well as braking bumps. So we know they were fun. We all loved them, but bad trail design. It's funny. Recently, before we started to resurface, I was paying attention to them. They went back and forth in terms of quality so much. They did. Oh, yeah. Because they'd be like so beat and then we'd get rain and then get ran on or something again and like they'd smooth back out <laughs> yeah. and then they'd turn into like dry and beaters again. Like <laughs> they went and it was because of just like that extreme elevation and that type of turn and everything like just leads to more erosion, extra braking, extra everything. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was across a period of like a month and a half. I watched them in like three different states. It was funny. So the the benefits we get from taking them out, I think the main benefit is in the same kind of point A to point B on double wide from where we're turning off of them and then where we reconnect at the bottom of them. Yeah. Probably like four to five times more trail length. Mm-hmm. So a lot more surface <coughs> in that area. So we gain a lot in distance on mm-hmm. that, which is nice. Gain a lot of opportunities for new features through there. Yeah. And um, more fun. I guess just quick maths. There was a drop, a table, five berms. And we're replacing that with a drop, a berm. So many rollers, two berms. Four rollers, a table. Another berm, another berm, another berm. So that's quite the trade-off. Yeah. So. And I will say, we were talking about uh, today, double wide from the drop-off to that second road crossing is already a chooching push again. Yeah. You're working Mm -hmm. that much more for everything now, too. So then you're adding that much more extra trail extension and features to it also. So. Those legs are going to be tired. I'm stoked on that. That's working be- less, honestly, mm-hmm. like working less for features, but more G forces for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm stoked on that though. Like that area was really, really fun. But it, when we start talking about it, you do look, I mean, what do you think elevation drop is from the start of that to the bottom of that is probably 30 feet. If mm. 25 from it's if you go from the road basically from like where we've started to change things so call it the road to the bottom of those, those um berms mm-hmm. is probably close to half of the total if not more than total half of the total jesus yeah. Elevation drop yeah, for that entire lower section. Yeah, it does ease up a good bit after that. It e- that that first, I mean, you're just plowing straight downhill from the point which, you cross the road to the bottom. Which of is a weird perspective because like you're standing and you're trying to look up is what maybe 20 feet of elevation drop. That's what I was just trying to think. If like you had it here and then you had a straight line down to where it was, it was like, which is hard to visualize. It's hard because you're looking at the mm-hmm. hypotenuse. Yeah, the slope of it or whatever. But um. 
I'll tell you, um, right next to those berms, we've gone up the hill, and that's a pretty steep hill that we're working on. Yeah. So that's basically the height that Blair's getting at, but making it work, making it's, the making use of the terrain. It's maybe like fifty feet of elevation drop. You think fifty? Yeah. From Let's, the from the very first berm, like the very first the entrance of the very first berm after that little table to the very bottom of the last berm. Okay. All the way down there. Like now, now that it matters, but now maybe like, not fifty. But yeah, see, close to. that seems extreme. I don't know. It's hard to. That's you're a six, hard calculation. You're six feet, and if you if you stood two of you or three of you uh tall, would you be able to see the road even? Basically, right? That's reverse. I think the f last berm is probably like two of me tall. Second to last is like then one of me, and then one and a half and then one and then one that bet this is how land surveyors do their math i think so yeah three four five six seven maybe sevens of me so like four, 42 feet <laughs> this is such <laughs> this is such good math that that's accurate that's accurate. But don't yeah. forget the 21 inches like, from the seven, three <laughs> extra inches. That, that, that's just like my head math, like not even looking at it in person, just like sitting on the sofa thinking about it. Like, trail <laughs> it's so not accurate. Yeah. Basically, we should. But it's just a plowing straight downhill yeah. through there. I was, so, that was yeah. just a weird trying to figure out the perspective on what it actually was. But it makes me think that maybe we should get some basic surveying tools i bet harper freight has a basic set electronic surveying set and then figure out how to use it then we'd actually see how much elevation drop we have in well sections. if drew would just buckle up and get the bushnell rangefinder that'll show you elevation increase and decrease well yeah well there we go you need that for disc golf mm -hmm. we need that for surveying the disc golf Wait, course <laughs> you need that for disc golf because that's a tax write-off for drew disc oh there you go Right. Mm -hmm. Just start selling them. Falls in the category. Yeah. Well, let's, disc golf related. Sorry, let's that was start, my distraction. I let's just, start at the top of that section yeah. then and talk through all the changes because the go around for the pack of berms isn't the only reroute. Nope. We hook an immediate left right at the top of that. So you, the same little rock drop off the road and then. Instead of plowing straight downhill into a table, you hook a hard left, go up into the woods, just barely, and then it's like a gradual right, back down onto the old trail, huge left-hand berm, and then that's where the top of the berms start right there, the old pack of berms. Yeah. Then we go out a ways, got some rollers, a table in there. And then, we're following the hill line instead of just bombing down. Yep. And then we hook a 180 right, big old 180 right, mm -hmm. big downhill in that right. That'll be a fun one. A little bit of a roller coaster effect through yep. there. And then we're like, to that berm, up. yeah, it goes like pointing you downhill pretty good. And then you'll point back uphill into the next berm and then hook a hard... 180 left back down onto the old trail which mm -hmm. will drop you out where the bottom of the pack of berms was yeah 
which that's a corner I think we could get over vert. Yeah. We really tried. It'd be sick. That one, because you'll be cutting, you'll be going uphill into the berm and then cornering. Like you could have yeah. your bike so well, far above you, it'd be sick. We could just get a concrete guy out and get like the half sphere. Yeah. And then just have that as the burn. You can just go up and over. Yeah. If you set it, we'll pack it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would just collapse. Like <laughs> You're just not getting creative enough. Pre-mix some of that in with some dirt and some wet concrete. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. totally. We'll uh -huh. get right to packing it. We'll just put some supports up and let it dry out. It'll mm -hmm. be like... You, you see all those clay houses and the pools they build in the middle of the rainforest on YouTube, like with slides and tunnels and everything like that. If they can do that. We can. Have you seen the videos on like how those are all fake? Not all of them. There are some legit ones, but yeah, most of them are fake. They have excavators out there. Yeah. They have water like huge pumps. crews out there yeah. doing it. Yeah. Also, those videos are nice and all, but like imagine that stuff like a month later. Yes, at least. no, yeah, that's what the videos talk really about. Clubs. That they yeah. literally do it for the video, and then well, they not have, even that they have the little pool under their house. Okay, that's gonna be nasty. First rainstorm, everything's gonna be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. But they have in those videos they talk about where they go like find them afterwards, and they are just literally done for the videos. Like, mm -hmm. like you said, then they're just destroyed, and like they're yeah. nothing afterwards. Yeah. They really just they it's for the content. Blair. Probably at this point, child laborers over there doing it for some massive YouTube scam in South Africa or something like that, doing some shit, and they're just like, "Go build this for us. We need content." Yep. Yeah. Basically, that's how it works. But if they can do that, then I got some faith that we could clay and mold up a oververt. Water I know rip. we could do it. The problem is in the summertime where it gets all dry, it will just collapse. The <laughs> On one. Yeah, the oververt part is just going to fall off. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. We can play around with it. We could do it. I like Drew's idea of throwing a um, concrete pipe in there, half of a concrete pipe, but not just doing it. You no, do that is not what he's talking about. That is not, that is not at all what he said. What is he talking about? Have you ever seen a half sphere in a skate park? Oh, yeah. That's what it's not a concrete pipe. Oh, did you guys think a, <laughs> a big old concrete pipe, half it up, baby. Yeah, just do, just <laughs> no. put that go in into it from the berm and then, yeah, wall ride into like backflips and stuff. We yeah. could build it out of wood and then have it oververt. I ain't doing that. All you have to do is take that bridge I was talking about and just mount it like this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Put it upside down. Yep. Uh huh. We'll keep those horizontal. All right. And then going back down in the next section, we haven't gotten there yet, but uh, we'll be back on the OG trail where the left side double is yeah. going into that table. Table will still be there. Yeah. You go after that table. There's a right hand berm, which we'll finally make bigger and try and find some good dirt on. That purple clay is awful. Yeah. And then big drop, putting in big drop. That's where the drop's going. Yeah. Big old wooden drop in there. Hell yeah. Yeah. We got to redo that final table also. Yeah. That little micro table. Uh -huh. now. It's been eroded down. It wasn't huge to start. In. The landing's a still huge. There's a problem with that table and the big table that's at the bottom of all the wood. Like the way we've stacked them, the landings are huge. 
but the lip is like three feet tall. Like, not what you want. <laughs> not what you want. Some people call that a step up. It, the problem is the landing's lower than the lip. <laughs> yeah. They're weird little ones. Yeah. And they also have eroded a good bit over time, too. Yeah. What was the figure that we came up with uh, for the the age of this version of Double Wide? Like 16 months, 18 months? So it was October of not last year, but the year before. 22? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, when was, was that? It's 15 four, months. 16 months. 16 months. months. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I think with this resurface and for more, a good, not more, but we're differently diligent about it. I think like what we did, we went back, we spent a day and we pulled rocks that were getting exposed, patched it. We just like stay on top of it early. I think yep. it sets it in better. So go ahead and put some layers on there, see where some holes are getting, go ahead and put some layers on there, pack it in and let it pack into the blue groove earlier and be a little bit more re proactive to repairing stuff as it's starting to come up Yeah, and it'll keep it in a packed in state and then run even longer potentially if we do it right. It's crazy that the biggest damage is probably organic underneath mm -hmm. more so than like rocks and stuff. I'll, I'll knock on wood before I say it. But the um, what used to be the shitty berm next to the road in the whoop straight going into the whoop straight has held up a weekend. Yeah. So that's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still pristine. Not honestly out. a great berm. Mm -hmm. Well, Drew got in the machine all week, almost all week, almost three full days in the machine, plucking trees, plucking, plucking, his, life trees. plucking his wife away. So Drew's a tree murderer this time, not me. Which is nice. Yeah. Drew's calculations the other day, which I think were way off, as he said, 1,600 trees already. I was like, he said, just look at my stats. Well, that conversation started with you saying oh i got my sixteen thousand slaps in on my garmin step counter <laughs> yeah, and i was right. like I oh i probably that. killed sixteen thousand trees today and he's like oh that's way off i was like yeah probably yeah. was a thousand <laughs> but i forget what my calculations were on um amish country i i had like some some shitty math i think it was i think that was more of your like output no, it's, that was like trees per hour. Yeah. Calculation. It's an episode. We can go back and find it later. I think it was like 300 trees an hour or something like that. Freaking moving. Moving. Because you got to count all the tiny little ones too. Yeah. That just get, <laughs> just push That over. you rip out with four other ones yeah. in one swipe. They're basically yeah. just sticks stuck in the ground. Like you can pull them out by hand. Count them. Count them. Count them. Count them. That's a tree. Well, I've made three fat piles of logs so i could probably just four four of them so just go count those sit there and yeah one, sit there two, and count three, them all I've, I've buried them all already not fully buried but you know put a little organic on top i'll dig them out <laughs> i got important maths to do i'll dig them uh -huh, out. <laughs> yeah. but productive week overall yeah the next section's open come out tomorrow or today you're listening and get some laps on it. Yeah. It was fun. I had a great time on it. Yeah. Had a great time. E bike, you easily session that. Yeah. Easily session that on an e bike. Mm hmm. 
And then we wrapped up the day. I was off, so I came out just for laps, and I said, see y'all. So I got an 18 in on Backberry, and then Drew's like, hey, we're coming out to play Backberry. I'm like, perfect. I'm already back here. <laughs> that was already nice. warmed up. Zach came out. Zach Green. We hadn't seen Zach in a while. He rode with us all day, and he came out and played some discus. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Al- good. Always good to see him. Yeah. It was a solid round. I felt very shitty. My performance was off. You went from had crushing it the last few times you played to just smacking power boxes and like rolling my, your yeah. disc all over the place. My drives were not on point. I had some good par saves. So the one interesting thing I found is because last round I played with Drew, first round I played today, and the round I played with y'all, I didn't use any drivers. Because I've been throwing my mid-range, my mid-range, not even mid-range drivers, just mid-range. It's basically just the hex. And I was bombing the hex, but it still like goes far, but it makes me play my mid range more, which like my mid range is my NV and that in, in a par three. Mm-hmm. So it's like playing longer putt approaches. And so I knocked a lot of pars today, but I also, you saw, I had like a lot of really close from distance birdie putts yeah. that were like super close. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, honestly, I'm struggling playing closer now, but like, it's because when you're playing with mid ranges, you end up having to throw longer putts and longer approaches and stuff like that. And like playing now the third round of driving with mids means you end up approaching farther. Yeah. And I've gotten pretty dialed at that. So that's an interesting perspective change for me because I was struggling with that for a while. Yeah. But they don't cap out at a certain distance. You can just throw a mid range farther. Yeah. Once you get there. Once you get there. It takes the technique. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you get to like a a power point on certain discs and they start to do weird things. Yeah, they change. Like if you throw a disc faster than the number says, then it's going to flip. But if you account for the flip. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of the pros. The alien, if I throw the alien like proper speed, it'll go like you throw it on a hyzer, it'll flatten out and then fade hyzer yeah if i like put some umph on it it just flips super hard yeah so when you see these guys throw a putter like 400 feet it's just acting all weird it's it they've they have new flight paths for yeah the the arm speed that they can throw so they're not going based off of the flight path drawing that Discraft's going to send you. Right. They're just building their own out there. And then they've kind of built their own and mapped it so they know how it performs when they throw it at a certain speed. Mm. Yeah. So then, yeah. It's Weird. just for them. Yeah. But, I mean, it just takes more throws. My basic principle is, is doing that is it made me get better at my mid and approaches yeah, and stuff. Because you're too. throwing them more. I'm throwing longer approaches. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to bomb a driver on a par three and then, yeah, getting it close, but you're like, well, it's a par three. You shouldn't even need your driver. Yeah. So like, you're getting it close and then you just like put, put it in short, but you're not really working your mid or approach at all. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. Well, once I found out the Crave was a fair, fairway driver, I don't feel as bad throwing that all the time. Compared to? Like a 13 speed when I don't no. need it. I can't even throw a 13 speed, <laughs> yeah. but I can get it out. Decently far, a little bit farther than the other disc. But yeah, all I throw is my 13 speed. <laughs> That's all I got. When you do hit that driver, which is like one in every five right now, 
But, Dude, I can launch that thing. Yeah, you it's can. It's not that far, like uh, maybe like 350 feet. But mm -hmm. It's farther than any of our drives. It just looks consistently. nuked. Yeah, it does look nuked too. Mm -hmm. The way it sails, like especially with like, it's, yeah. yeah, when you put an Anheuser on and it comes back. With everything. just like the slightest Anheuser, like keeping it pretty flat, it looks so fast. But you never throw it like that. Very rarely right now. <laughs> <laughs> Or the, it's in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, there was one hole where it was like, I'm going to actually, like, you know, just try a regular, like, forehand shot and not try to just Anheuser every, the hell out of every freaking hole. It was the first one. I had a great, great drive on the yeah, first one. It like, did. And then you went great. back to just trying to. And then 18, yeah, laid off did. of it. You put a hyzer on it. Yeah. The other way. The other way that the disc flies. Yes. we got to turn tone down the hyzer and hyzer stuff. You don't have to flatten it out a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are definitely some times where you do not need a whole like S up <laughs> Anheuser out there. Where if you actually I get just... more distance like that though, <laughs> you do. It's weird if you learn to float. I mean, even on the back ends, if you learn how to float an Anheuser, you can get a lot of extra distance out of yeah. that can like continuous fade that it just keeps going and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But sometimes but it, that's where that shot's at, not always available. That's where it aids me at Frontberry. It's like. I can do that and like place it decently well sometimes and get a lot of extra distance yeah. by throwing a fat Anheuser. Yeah. Yep. Especially with that boss. I probably don't have, I I probably throw it like an eight speed. So it flips a lot more than it would if you could actually throw a 13 speed. No, I don't, so, I don't think that's how that works. Mm -mm. No, that's not how that works. Mm-mm. I don't think I'm throwing it fast enough for I mean, its actual like its rated arm speed. Maybe you are and you just don't. So mean. like, I, I if I throw it flat, it fades right super hard, super early. I think if you are throwing the drivers at speed, then you have high arm speed, which is going to get you to 400, 450, stuff like that. So you're not quite there yet, but you're definitely not at eight arm speed. You're probably like ten, eleven. Just because your, you have the forehand flick down. Yeah. Your backhand is probably four or five speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's got a driver yeah, in the is. shop for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's why I've out. been working on my forehand mid-range game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just scrapping the backhand. <laughs> just fuck the backhand. It's not happening. <laughs> that's funny. My it forehand mid-range game with my one putter is actually getting pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I saw you, good mid -range I saw you throwing game. some long putters. Yeah. It was fun though. It was like, it's funny watching Zach's like whip because oh his is just like his is a, a forehand version of what I was doing with the backhand, yeah. which is like his drive is so chaotic. He uh -huh. like like runs, jumps, like couple little dashes, jumps, and then and just launches it. the disc in whatever way it happens to be in his hand that time. Yep. He's, he's just it crushes it. It Dang. worked out really good a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, two. Two was actually really good yeah. for him. Like, that one actually worked out well. Yeah. But he did what I did, where is that, like, arch in the, like, the throw of the arm. So it's, like, down you throw and up. You. Yeah. You're not straight. And so he was getting nose up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But it's funny watching that, because I know I was doing that, but I never saw anyone else do it, because you didn't throw that way or anything, right? Mm. And you can literally just, like, see the disc, like, go down, and then, like, the speed and the throw, just pull it back up. 
nose up. Yeah, you can just and, it's, and it's, it takes off straight yeah. up in the air. Yeah, he's and then the crashes. Power. He's got the power though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If it was a little more controlled, he'd outdrive us. Yeah, easily. But we've played quite a few games since the last time we played with <laughs> yeah. Zach. It's like regular the, golf. The game we played with Zach last was my first game mm-hmm. on Frontberry, where Front we Barry. all went like plus eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like golf and mountain biking. Every consistency goes a long way. Even if it's just like once a week is so much better than once every three months, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You get your throw down, and then you can lose it real fast. Yeah. If I can throw that crave straight for the rest of my life, I'll, that's that's all I need. If I can throw that hex, dude, I might just play the entire tournament with my hex. <laughs> your and hex, my envy. Your hexes. <laughs> my hexes and my envy. Like that's all I really need. Throwing the driver in the field afterwards, I was just trash. Mm-hmm. I was like, my I had so many holes today, first round and second round with y'all, where my hex throws were better than any drive I'd had with the wave out there. Like my hexes were like bombing dead straight. Yeah. Like I had launched a couple of them. Is there a weight difference between those two discs? Like, is your hex heavier than, than your the wave? wave? And then the wave. No, um, I have three different was. weight hexes. Whoa. So <laughs> and I have two weight cra- waves. There's craves and waves. Waves and he throws both of them. Yeah. yeah, at the same damn time. Yep. Hell yeah. But double all- forehand Anheuser throws, dude. Dude, dude. You fucking launch them and you make an X. Oh, and then sick. and then you give them. I'm gonna bust. <laughs> and a bus. And then that guy in the wheelchair comes and says, Would you like to join our cult? What? The X-Men guy. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I watched... Uh, That's where I wish we had videos so you could see Juice's face just like, huh? I watched the internship last weekend and the, the, the scene where they go to Stanford to find... What is what's his name? Professor X, whatever the wheelchair dude, and they find him, and they're like, "All right, man, like give it up, like we know we know who you are." And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's totally me." And he like punches him and <laughs> rolls off the wheelchair. <laughs> Never seen that movie. I know what movie you're talking. Have about. Have you not but... seen? That's a good one. You should no. watch that. I haven't seen it. Mm-mm. That's one to add to your list. I don't think oh. I've ever yeah. added any movies to no. your list. You've added to my list. All. I'll add it. I'll add it. It was that's a movie I know I could see how you would like it. It, but it was a movie with like uh, Vince Vaughn and what's his name were both like wow. It's Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> but like that wow. was like uh, they had so many other good movies, and then they that was just like uh, let's be corporate silly guys. It's hard after Wedding Crashers and movies like that for them. Mm-hmm. Old school hater, wedding hater. crasher, and then they're like, we're gonna be old interns. Like, <laughs> hater. So, hater. sounds like that one's not gonna be on the list. I'll, wa- I'll watch it just for you, Will. You don't have to. You you wouldn't even like it anyway. <laughs> Flipping the script on me. Now I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I w- I'm gonna like it. I will. <laughs> I'll fucking like it. Well, we got one week, Drew. You ready for the tournament next weekend? I'm throwing bombs, baby. I think so. I'm I mean, bombs. I, I felt like mid to semi decent trash on the game today, <laughs> and come to find out, I won. 
Yeah? Yeah. You did win. Yeah, I didn't know that. Plus three. I got plus four. What'd Y'all you tied plus up. Plus four. We died? Yeah. You you had it until but, like whole 16. I know. Yeah, you crumbled. <laughs> I know, buddy. I know. I was like, I just tried so hard not to. I, I was keeping more track. Well, y'all keep track of the score and you disc. I keep track of it just kind of like in the noggin. And then Blair had played an even par game before that. So I was like, oh, he's going for it again. I was. <sighs> so keeping track. I was going for it again. And I just, I literally just started falling off at like 15, 16. Yeah. Like I was getting tired. What the tournament's 27 holes. So like an even on the front, even all the way up through 27 holes. Like mm-hmm. that's That'd okay. be impressive. And I was still throwing good at 16, 17, 18. I just wasn't like, yeah, a couple of couple little mistakes. <laughs> no, I had a bomb. I had a bomb off the tee on 17 where Drew's you had, like, you had some unlucky putts in there. Is yeah. what it was. Drew, Drew, I throw it off the tee on 17. Drew's like, oh, you got a long putt. And we walk up there and I threw it five feet farther than Drew. <laughs> I had a long putt too. But we had long putts. We did have long putts and I blew it. <laughs> so the I issue there it was it was basically dusk. Can't yeah. see shit. I was throwing a black disc and you had this bright colorful one. So that's easier to track. But that does, the dusk throws the depth perception for trying to figure out putting distance off mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and I bombed past a basket on that one. Yeah, like the but, long second putt. But that's because you followed my line. I threw first, and you yeah. just followed right after I me. Have, so. I should have just thrown. But yeah, I left a long putt, went plus one. Went plus one on 18 after a good drive. Missed the putts, right? Put it right next to the tree on 18. Mm, I'm trying to remember your shot shape. but Straight as hell, dumped right by the tree next to the bush, like out in the fairway. And I had a straight shot for the oh, basket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It I looked good. the basket edge. But it went past that first tree. That's right. Mm-hmm. And yep. it dinked the basket edge and got plus one on 18, plus one on 17, plus one on 16. Yep. Like, damn. Fell apart. I know. Can't. can't. Like, what was it? Going to 17, I was like, you got two more? Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> got in his head. I was already in my head. I was like, come on, come on. Because you were thinking about it too I was, I was. You started throwing two discs, and I was like, oh, he's trying for it. I started throwing two discs a while ago, and that probably ended up wearing me out too fast. Yeah. But I it was also just trying to get, like, repetition in for the tournament. Where and that's like, what Simon does. That's what Simon does. He plays mulligans, too. He so plays mullies. I don't see why they won't let us do I'm that at the tournament. I'm tournament. <laughs> I just want to see the every, POV every footage ra- of Blair at this tournament because he's going to be by himself with randos some, like, with Blair's humor. With a little camera in <laughs> every hole. Mulligan that? Yo, yo, mulligans? We can do mulligans all around. Wait, 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 wait. My player two hasn't gone. My player two. That's, that's a tap in. You're not even in the circle. <laughs> like, if you talk everyone into mulligans, then mulligans didn't happen, right? So like, if you're everyone, you're like, yo, you mulligans? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna <laughs> have whole, to. Wow, your group did really well. <laughs> you all went negative eighteen. <laughs> players over there. <laughs> I got us together. We're doing good, dinner, baby. <laughs> We're doing good over here. I got this. Don't worry. I'm gonna have to bring the tournament director some coffee and donuts. <laughs> make them follow this dude's tea card. <laughs> But yeah, that's coming up. You suck, dude. You won't even see me. I'll be gone. No, I'll see you. 
We're gonna be, I'm gonna be pushing them so I'm like throw it, throw it, throw it. We gotta catch them. <laughs> <laughs> Just ca- cause congestion on the course. Hey, on, hey, let us play through. Can we play through? <laughs> he can definitely not play through. <laughs> he can't play through. No. Hey, you guys are moving slow. Can we, can we play through? <laughs> God, I can't wait. You're good. You talk so much, Mac. You're not gonna do any of it. <laughs> we'll see. It'll remember me at dinner. Set up a little camera and pull something stupid on him. Like, come All on. Right. Like, it's just for funsies. I'm going to, while someone in my group is driving, I'm going to be like, Drew, you suck. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm, my name's Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Thomas. What's his I'm real like, name? I'm not even talking to you, dude. <laughs> What's his real name, though? Thomas is real. Oh, that was just what came up in my head. I wasn't <laughs> talking about that guy specifically. <laughs> What's his real name? What's but not? the guy that you call Thomas <laughs> is named Jonathan. <laughs> Whatever. You see, you got it, Thomas. You knew Thomas was going to be out there. He is. <laughs> yeah, I, he's not on your card, though. I know. I know. It's scoping out your competition. No. 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 <laughs> just you went, think of it. Like, you went. You got embarrassed, and Drew told me he's like, you really shouldn't sign up for Pro Blair. I had it selected. I was getting my PGDGA pro number and everything. Drew's like, you can't have your pro number before me. I said that, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's true. But yeah, I'm excited. Right after you ask the guys in your group if you can get a mulligan, you got to call one of them out on a foot fault. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, what are you doing? You're like, yeah, look, I'm going to mulligan this, okay? And then you watch them. Football, football, <laughs> plus one. Hey, football. You get ran off so fast. <laughs> get this guy out of here. I know, they'll kick me out of their group and they'll put me in yours. Uh, you, you don't need to do any of that to be the fucking, the laughing stock of the whole circus because you're going to show up with your Walmart bag. I know. <laughs> with a hole in it. I am. I'm going to do it. I can probably find another reusable bag. No, he has to. Once the tournament's over, he can upgrade and get a <laughs> no, I'm just saying the- we can get rid of the Walmart bag with a hole in it. He can have like a Trader Joe bag or something. No, I'm used to it at this point. It feels right. It feels yeah, right. It's classic. <laughs> I mean, and, and if you think about all the groceries that were like bought with that bag, that's actually like a decently expensive bag and everything, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally. Drew's thinking is that I think I bought it once, forgot to ever take it back to the store, so it's okay. Isn't that what everyone does with these <laughs> <Yeah>. things? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get that when we were in Vermont? Yeah. Though? Yeah. 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 It it had like Oh yeah, they didn't have a fucking plastic bags up there. So I had to buy yeah, a bigger plastic bag. <laughs> Vermont things. That we know we talk about Vermont things. That's when we specifically talked about with Max about how Vermont has no fast food in it. We're driving through Vermont. Uh, yeah. Drew's like, I really want Wendy's. I'm like, McDonald's? Like, oh, no, not McDonald's, Wendy's. I was like, I haven't seen him at Wendy's in like a day and a half. All right, let's <laughs> turn around and go to New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like McDonald's you barely even see, and they barely even look like McDonald's in Vermont because yeah. they're like like that. They really are. There's like not a lot There's of chains. No fast like, food in Vermont. A lot of small little towns, no fast food, not a lot of chain restaurants. But it really. does push you. Like, there's a lot of great local shops in Vermont. Yeah, 
They're mm-hmm. all about that. You got to not. Vermont be was awesome. Was southern good. fast food. It was a great place. Terrible but Drew diets. could not get his Wendy's. Great food up there. Didn't we actually end up getting Wendy's? Not that like day. later. Like a day like or two later, later on, when yeah. we were by when we were. Oh yeah, in New Hampshire. Yeah, Highland. When we yep. drove, and when Drew's like. <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was New Hampshire is when we were at Highland. Remember when we tried to go to Dairy Queen down there too? And they only sold hot dogs besides ice cream and stuff. But like the only food they had was hot dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like a little mini dairy. We were pumped it's on. hardly a grill and chill. Like, <laughs> it, was just, it was just, it was. That's what we said. It was just straight chill. Yeah. Like one grill item, straight chill. I was like, I'd like chicken fingers would be cool. It was just hot dogs. And their ice cream items. I mean, glizzies are like those are pretty cool. So like on the chill side of things, like, <laughs> they're, they're pretty cool. It's not even like really a grill. It's just chill. The Dairy Queen here in Rome, I got a hot dog when I was trying to get a blizzard once, just because it sounded like a nice treat, even though it doesn't really sound like a nice <laughs> no. treat. No, <laughs> but it was even worse because it did come out on the chilled side. Let me yeah. get a, like, it wasn't cooked. I'm like, damn it. Like, let me get a blizzard. And can you take a plastic straw and stick it through a hot dog and then put that <laughs> in my drink as a straw? What? All you got to do is get the corn dog. The glizzy straw. Get the corn dog and push the wood stick the rest of the way through the corn dog. Use that as a straw. And then you can sip the mustard through the corn dog. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what if you had like a steak and shake straw with the glizzy around it? There'd hardly be any glizzy around it. No, 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 that, that's no, straw. you push it through just to get yeah. the core out. You're just coring it. No, but and you, then you keep... leave the, the glizzy and Oh, uh, you're taking the, the, straw? the straw? Yeah. Oh, you're okay. just, it's just a core remover. I see now. Yeah. That makes sense. Honestly, that'd be pretty good. Fill like it with a, cheese, mustard, some more cheese. No, you get like a bowl of nacho cheese and then you slurp it through the hot dog. That's so disgusting, dude. <laughs> what if you backfilled it oh, with man, pretzels? Terrible hot dog conversation. Just the stick yeah. pretzels. That's like a reverse combo. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Yeah. Do they make hot dog flavored combos? That sounds terrible. What about corn dog flavored <laughs> combos? <laughs> what about hot dog and mustard flavored <laughs> combos? Nah. Corn dog flavored combos? Nah. Just cheese. Yeah. All right. What's the best way to cook hot dogs? Like grilled, char broiled, grilled with a little char on it, or boiled? Man, if you boil your hot dogs, do not talk to me. <laughs> That's how I grew up, dog. If Blair's looking at me like, I got a couple in the pot sitting back there. I just got to reheat them. They, they rolling right <laughs> now. I are half eaten from last night. Bro, I walked in. <laughs> I don't care because this is the end of the podcast. Fuck it. Go ahead. I walked in here. Blair pulls over. He's like, here's a key. I got to take a chance out of pee. I walk in here, go to the kitchen and turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Look down at the counter. You know what's sitting there? What's sitting there? Taco Bell cravings box. You know what's sitting right next to the Taco Bell cravings box? A half-eaten taco. (laughs) <laughs> who gets halfway through a taco like Blair is this your is this yours he's like yeah like who eats halfway through a taco me at 2.30 a.m. where I like wake up and I just need a little snack I can just picture like Blair delirious getting out of bed in the middle of the he's fucking a- night walking to the kitchen finding a, a taco taking like two bites out of it 
<laughs> like still taco in his mouth, walking back to bed, laying down. Yeah. Wakes up in the morning. <laughs> this is how this is how the Pop Tart crumbs end up in his bed. This, oh man! You know how many? Dude, <laughs> there was one time, with, like, just still ground beef in his mouth, He's like a little crunchy crunch. Oh, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> Back to sleep for another thirty minutes. It's like, it's like, yeah, like I don't know, like I just eat a like my snacking habits aren't good. Like, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a whole box of cookies last it's like, night. It's like, oh, I didn't eat this one, so it's okay. Where's bad for me is like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and like, ooh, some pop tart and like eat a pack of pop tarts and then it's not enough so I'll eat a whole nother pack of pop tarts and, and then I'm like I'll go no back no to no bed. no no and then he eats another pop pack of pop tarts and then he eats half another pack of pop tarts and I'll you're eat. like where did all the pop tarts go you just bought them Drew was there the next morning he's like yeah man I'm like saw the pop tarts I was like ooh I'll get a little pop tart treat and probably a couple extras and then he goes the box is empty already Blair you bought it last night and then Blair's like yeah I had three and a half of them I was like where's the last one. Oh, it's not my nightstand. <laughs> Good Lord, Blair. You don't act like you aren't jealous of my life. <laughs> we need a camera in here. We need the Blair laugh cam, dude. Oh, Blair's dude. dying right oh, now, getting called out. Losing it, man. The happy taco is like impressive, though. Like, Taco Bell, like crunchy tacos. Not that big, especially when it's soggy and it's been sitting <laughs> there for the a problem. while. It's not that big, but it's soggy and it's been sitting there for a while, so it's not that good either. <laughs> <laughs> so you make the decision and you get halfway through and you're like, fuck. It's not that good. It's I'll leave it here good. for later. <laughs> <laughs> this will be better a day and a half later. Maybe I'll wake up in an hour or two and try again. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Blair says he doesn't eat breakfast, but here he is at two a.m. <laughs> that's, that's fourth meal. Fourth meal. The Not, Taco Bell no, is going first. to name the Taco Bell is going to name for that late night fourth meal. They did a whole advertising campaign yeah. on it. Oh, okay, this is a, I didn't just invent this, guys. This isn't like new. Eat moss. Yeah, yeah. Live moss, eat moss. Eat yeah. Moss. Fourth meal. Google it. Okay, okay. Google it. You're right. I just, mine's not drunk out of the bar's fourth meal at three in the morning. It's three in the morning. I think a snack. <laughs> Some people wake up in the middle of the night and like take a sip of water and it's like the best water. Blair wakes up in the middle of the night, takes a bite of the taco. It's the best taco. No, takes a bite of the taco and it's like mids. Fuck. Why did I even get out of bed for that? <laughs> well, I'm going to take another bite. <laughs> ah, yeah, it still fucking sucks well all right i'm gonna go back to bed then get yeah. back to bed and be like well that sucked so then i got up and i got some of the um starburst yeah, the, the rapperless starburst. Starburst. Oh, those are so those are good dangerous at, those are good at night because you don't have to sit there in the dark fiddling with where the fucking wrapper end is like trying to get it undone and everything when it's dark and you're laying in bed you can just take the handful and just fucking pile them in your mouth well if you're like advanced it's kind of the starburst are kind of like uh, sunflower seeds you know, just pop the whole thing in your mouth and you just work to get the wrapper off while it's in your mouth spit the wrapper out then you eat the mm, starburst. i mean i've put a bunch in your mouth at once try to do that in the past that. but then you just end up eating it, too much paper when you're working on yeah it's just wax paper you can just eat it all. Yeah, it's fine. Extra it's fibers, fiber. Yeah, yeah. People pay money for that. What's like? What's that scoop stuff you put in in your drink to get extra fiber? Like mix it with water. No idea. All the old people drink it. Collagen. 
No, it's no. not that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not that that's bad for you, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Health it's buzzword. Fiber. It's like it's a fiber. Health buzzword for fiber. Mix it in your Raw drink. milk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I gotta go wipe my tears up now. <laughs> On a chance note, chance is chilling right now. That's yeah, because you got that end of him. He's over here happy and farting on me. I know, dude. He's like <laughs> laying on me being a sweet little boy. It's been a good podcast for chance. That's cool. Uh Blair said he's a grown ass man now. He's yeah. no longer a boy, no longer puppy dog. Yeah, he's no puppy anymore. That ain't my puppy dog. That's just my dog. Dog. Big dog. Big dog. Big, big dog. Big dog. Oh, man. <laughs> big dog memes are so good. <laughs> All right. Someone say the thing. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Bird up. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs>